Okay. Usually for Sarbatevis, um, I try and pick something which I feel is topical to the Tainus itself. Um, obviously, Tainus is a day Ramam getting Hilchus Tanius. The Ramam talks about that the purpose Chazal Kabea Tainus is a time a person is supposed to be misbeinin and do tshuva. Um, Shabur talks about it, that if a person spends a day of fasting, doing the physical fasting, and not being spent on doing tshuva, he, he missed the point of what Chazal wanted. The purpose of Tainus is to remind us that what's happening in our lives is not Mikra, uh, that the person has a reason why he's doing it, and therefore obviously the call for that is we should do something to change that and correct that. Um, but I was thinking uh, maybe to, to address something a little more broad base as opposed to specifically about Sarbatavis, uh, considering the fact that already starting Mati Shabbos is this, the, the weeks of Shabbavim and um, there's maybe a little bit of confusion about some things about Shabbat. I want to talk about Shabbat a little bit. I want to talk about uh, uh, we'll see. Okay. So uh, Shabbat is the Kufa of Shabbat actually the uh, there's a minute minute historically in certain members places in Klai Yisrael. I once heard this from Rabbi Lam that used to say used to say certain slichas during during Shavuot. And he said in a year which was Ibriyor, it was actually not the Shavuot, it was the Shavuot top. It was the weeks of Shmois, Reir Boyib, Mishalach Yisro Mishpat in that Shavuot, and Shomer Tetzava is Shavuot top. They would say slichas during that tzkufa. They had slichas that they would say. It's a tzkufa which is brought down as a sugal for a person to address uh, various tzniyas and those issues. It's become nowadays known that the tzkufa people will give shurim and, uh, for, for, for women and their halachas and for men, for men and different halachas, etc. And that's all true. But the Iker Yisrael is the Kufa, it's the Kufa where a person is supposed to be Mishkazik and Liban And the Iker Tikkun that a person has for the uh, various of Chatos Nurim, etc. is through Liban Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was, was, was one time had a comment that uh, certain kufa, uh, certain yeshiva in a certain city was never really matzliach, and he said the reason why the yeshiva was matzliach is because they don't have a winter there. And the Russian created winter. The purpose of the the, the winter is the kufa where a person is able to get focused in learning. Um, it's a time where it gets gets dark early. A person feels more you know, comfortable being at home, being not not out in the, in the cold and in the, in the dark. So he's inside, so he's inside, he uses his time wisely, time to focus in and to learn, etc. You know, everything is springtime, it's, it's harder to keep you, 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 some of you become a rebbe, it's important in your life, you know, mm-hmm. teaching a class, you're going to get spring, it's very hard to keep him focused. You want to get outside and do, etc. Not just, you know, one day you can give up and look at the guys, let's go outside and do something. You know, just Winter, you, you, it's, it's easier to be, the verse would create a lila, lila is a time for gears, for learning, etc. Um, I have parenthetically, I think that was much easier to be true in the Tzkufa when uh, there wasn't the world of electric lights. It was dark at night, but at night time, you know, 
it wasn't safe to go outside it, it was very dark, etc. Nowadays, it's not as that reality is not as common. Still, there's a certain amount of feeling of being at home, etc. At night time in the winter, uh, summertime, it's more exciting to go out, etc. So this is the Kufa, it's, the, it's the, 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 deep, the deepest part of winter. Um, it's right around the Kufa's Tebes. Which um, is the deepest part of winter. A person would be Kaveya at Kufa where he's focusing on learning. And the yeshivas had on Haga X amount of years. We had the idea of learning Recifus. The real minute of Recifus by the Hasidim is the idea that the person learning learns, learns Tarab Recifus for hours, hours without interruption. It's a tremendous kayak of Tikkun of Kedusha and Tahara. Um, the real Seder of, of, of Recifus was there was yeshiva there are this the yeshivas which are Makkah during the Kufas of Shavim and they learn two, they learn two storm of receivers every single day for the six weeks five days a week from Sunday through Thursday they learn the six hours later in the morning six hours later in the afternoon five days a week for for six weeks at that point in time you you, you your, your approach to learning Torah is different you become rooted in the world of Torah you become rooted in the world of of, of, of focus. And you connect. The nature of connecting to Torah is the Rosh Hashanah, that the more, you, the more it, 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 it's done hour after hour, the more Kedusha, more Tahara, the more it affects your Neshama. I once had the uh, I was I was the Talmud, Rabbi Aaron Cutler, came to, to, to tell the Talmud from Rabbi Aaron when he was in Kletsk. So one morning I, I, I walked him back to where he was staying. I asked him to, to, to describe the Seder Hayyim in Kletsk. What was it like learning in Kletsk? So, so he said that Shachar was at 7.30, which he pointed out was a very late time for Shachar, especially in the summertime. In, in, in Lithuania, Lithuania is extremely far north. Um, if you hear your stories about London and you know and and, and Gateshead and Manchester, Lithuania is the same degrees north as as, as, as Gateshead. It's fifty-five degrees north, so it means it gets light about three something in the morning, in the summertime. So set down at seven thirty was considered quite late. The Balabatim get up much earlier, but the Bachim he would daven at seven thirty. They at seven thirty, finished davening, they'd have breakfast, and first seder started at nine o'clock till three. First seder was nine to three every single day. Miracles at three, and they had the main meal of the day, which was fleshy. And then second Saturday at four, till ten. Second Saturday from four till ten. Mara was at ten o'clock, and they had the night meal, and night Saturday at eleven. I asked them until when. He says, Rebarn was the best finish most nights till one, two in the morning with the Bokhu, which I understand why they get up at seven thirty. That was the Saturday yard. So I said, so when they went most, most of it was nine thirty to ten. Then the second Seder. He says, okay, now, Zogmir, like, what was Ella like? You know, like, I mean, like, like, what do you add? You know, extra learning for Ella. Like, what do you do extra? Like, eh, a little more Hislavis. Like, what's the, what's the, what's the most to add? You had, you had two six hour store in a day. That was the regular piece of the, the yeshiva. From, from nine till three, and from four until ten. With basically no break. The break was you dominant, you ate something, you went back to his energy, you learned another six hours. Okay, now I have no cash anymore. Why they became Tamil Kalman? You know, if you live like that for five years, you're going to become a Tamil You actually learn something. Like, and, you know, we, have, we, we complain nowadays that people go much slower in learning. I mean, part of the problem is we don't learn the amount of hours we put in. Like, like you, what do you expect? You know, I remember just parenthetically, 
I was thinking back, Blatcher by Austin Tell's first Seder, we had um, Blatcher, first year based matters, was Shear was some was was an hour and a half a day, six days a week. We had nine hours of Gemara Shear a week. So, yeah, so we covered Barakah Blat plus per week for in, in Gemara Shear. Well, that's not such a thing. Of course, you, you had, had Shear for nine hours a week. If you have Shear for like twice a week for forty-five minutes, so you know what do you expect? You know, I, I actually have titles. So uh, we covered about fifty Blat a year for Seder. So. With we with two weeks of Chazara, a week of Chazara Avos Man, two weeks of Chazara in the middle of the winter, two weeks of Chazara end of the winter, and two weeks of Chazara in summer's Man. So we had about about thirty five, about thirty five uh, weeks of, of of lateness and seven weeks of Chazara during the year. So uh, yeah, we did about a lot and a half a week for, for Seder. So uh, you do the same second set. You do a hundred blood a week, hundred blood a year. So you finish with that. You're learning it well. So it's a different type of limud. So that was the seder. The seder was six uh, six hours. So the nakud is not the six hours. But I want I want to discuss the different nakud a little bit though. So what do you do with this time? So now we you know we make it a whole thing you know and you you get to have a special dinner afterwards in honor of it. And you know the guys sit and they have they have this whole technique. They're going to learn like two hours of this and three and an hour, half an hour of that, and seven hours of this and fourteen hours of that. They're going to like, yeah. you know, like the guys tell me like you know they have you know they have different limud and they have for mishmar. Because when I was a barker, mishmar was you chaz it over whatever you learn the whole week. You chaz it over during mishmar. That was mishmar. You did about three blot a week between first and second set. So Thursday night you sat up the whole, late and you would chaz it over well. The, you know, the, 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 the blot that you would learn. I don't have to prepare anything on Saturday. We didn't, I didn't have a night seder lima. I, I worked night seder. I worked the first seder because what time to have another lima? Most of the I, I, it was not a good idea. But I never finished. I might never finish a masechet as a bacher because we did about hundred blood. So Bob the hundred ninety blood. He did hundred blood. I'm like missing like twenty blood. Like you've got to be kidding. But I didn't have another time for another seder because. Like, you know, I was going to give the first of this and second of that, and I said, one that, and then Eversharks one that, and then much everything one that, and like, you know, like, so like five, five different programs at the same time. I, I, I have a problem with having two programs at the same time. But uh, you, you, you did it, but you, you, in night, I had a first Seder, a second, every single night I had a first Seder. And so tonight I had a first Seder, a second Seder. You know, that was my convenience. And every shot was the cause what you did the first Seder, the second Seder, you know. That, that, that wasn't such a. And you chazed it. Most Gemaras we did Be'erich about 12 times during his, during his mind. You chazed Gemara 12 times. So, you, know, you learned it pretty well. So by the 12th time, you had, you had, you had a good, good, good remembrance of the, of the Tzura Sadaf, etc. Where it was on the page, what the page looked like, how many times. You saw it a lot of times in Kualdenveld. Okay. We're learning to learning Gemara, and we're learning Gemara six hours in the morning, six hours in the afternoon, and you know we're learning like you know these Gemaras, you know. So if a guy likes learning Gemara, it's like great. The fellows who don't like learning Gemara, it's like you know it's it's a shikka like a it's a kapora of yeah. <laughs> you know, six hours in the morning, like you know, what's the point? That's what I want to touch on a little bit. But what's the point? What, what, what are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish over here? What? 
and you always have the cash of so I'll tell you with, with the mice there was a, there was a bacher who came to tells tells to not allow bachrim to do be doing secular college at the same time they're in yeshiva. If a person was doing secular college he could be in yeshiva but he couldn't go to shir. You come into yeshiva you're being conveyed right this too right and you're focusing just on learning. There was a bacher who came to yeshiva. Um, from a family which is they were close to their gifter and he, he, his plan was really much, get a secular degree etc he said he's coming for a year he's coming for a year so she was in fine she said okay coming for a year like say after like a few weeks he went through like well, if I'm only here for a year I should be learning like this brachas you know with, with halacha you know halacha lamaisa like why am I learning like baba basra like you know, classes about them, whatever it was, whatever was the the Masata was, I don't know what the Masata was. You know, with the Yukim and Rashbas and back and forth, like what's what's a minigay? So the Shiva told him and said says your goal in life is to get the, the Rashba's perspective on life. That's what he Shiva told him. But whatever that meant, he didn't know what it meant. So he spent this year in Yeshiva, he left. He went to, he went off to, to college. He actually he's a psychologist. So he started taking his classes in psychology, etc. But he shortly after he left, he's back in Yeshiva. So Yeshiva said, What happened? What brought you back? He says, You know, I came into class and um, this is this is the seventies, you know. So it's like the beginning of the Tkufa, you know, of the of the, 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 the colleges went off the deep end. So I walk in the class and it's like pitch dark, come out in the room and there's incense burning in the four corners. And the professor is this guy with long hair and he comes and he sits down on top of the desk. He starts espousing his thoughts about life. He says, you know what, I think I need, I need a little bit more of the Russian's perspective on life. I came back to Yeshiva. <laughs> That's what he said. What was Yeshiva saying? What, 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 what was he saying? We understand that the Bereshit created the world. He created the, the world. The world is a tremendously fascinating place that the Russian made the ability of the human being can do actions, which are physical actions, and they should have a toichel to them, which is which is ruchnius, which is kedusha. That's the concept of mitzvahs, tefillin, sitzes, kashras, tefillah. These are these are very actions we do with our physical body. We do, and, and the Russian said, "You have a choice. We have power of bechira, etc." And the Torah should be the vehicle which helps you understand what those are and how to do them, and, and what's the vehicle which brings human being closer to to, to Kodesh Baruch through these mitzvahs. We get that. Okay, so um, the Gemara itself asks the Kasha. The Gemara, the Gemara itself asks the Kasha. He says, "Okay." The says, "Why are we learning Zvachim? It's Hilchos of the Mashiach. The more it has this kasha, the more he uses the Lashon. The more it's the concept of Hilchos of the Mashiach. What are you asking this question? When Mashiach comes, we'll figure it out. It's not in the Gaitos right now. But the Gemara himself asked the kasha, Hilchos of the Mashiach. That Zvachim is Hilchos of the Mashiach. The more says, 'Joshua Kabbalskar. So, so what does that what does that mean? What's the point? What does it mean, Joshua Kabbalskar? The more says that the guy Ben Sarah Murrah. The more says, 'Lo Hayyavli Nivra.' Now, Joshua Kabbalskar." 
So it means like like, like this: the, the real simple understanding of it, which was obviously is incorrect. Hey, listen, never. There's nothing. The shas is like pretty boring. There's nothing else to do anyway, and not enough top, not enough information over there to, to talk about. So let's you know throw in seder kachim, you know, because there's others that have you have what to do. Like Ben Saramara, like you know, never is not long enough. Right? So we need to throw it like, like you know, four blood about Ben Saramara, because like what else are you gonna learn? Like Joshua Kabbalskar. Like really? Like, like we need Zwachim, we need Menachis, you know, so, so, so Mashiach tells we'll figure out Zwachim and Menachis. What, what's the more the answer? Second point. So Mashiach's going to come. Rabbi Vidamil Zatal one time said, he's, he's talking with a young man, he says, so, you know, when Mashiach comes, so what's going to happen? You know, very clear in Chazal that the Umas Salem are going to be take care of all of the physical needs, etc. And you're not going to sit and learn. So he says, Rebbe, I don't like learning. And he says, for me, sitting and learning for an hour is, is, is agony. He says, I'm supposed to be Mashiach, that the direction will be Right now, I, in my, my life is I do business and I run and I sell and I fight and I haggle and I, and I win and I fight the games and I get the, 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 the building and I, you know, and that's my Geshmaka life. And I learn an hour because I'm supposed to learn an hour, you know. I'm looking forward to Mashiach should come, that the God should do all of that. And I should sit and be stuck in base matters for like 12 hours a day. Like, and that's the Hanoah we're waiting for Mashiach. He says, I'm not interested. He says, You're an honest young man. Like, what do you do now? I talk about enjoy learning. You know, there's the guy who has a fat. He's got, you know, he loves mathematics. You know, I, 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 Sudoku puzzles, or you know, you know, crossword puzzles. You know, so Gemara is a crossword puzzle for him. Okay, that's what it's all about. The Russian made like this really fascinating crossword puzzle. Which, if you like crossword puzzles, it's great. If not, you're it's, you're condemned condemned to to be stuck your whole life doing crossword puzzles. I don't like crossword puzzles. But now what? What's the point? The Bereshim allowed us to become this Nishabra to him. He allowed us to connect to him. And he said, you know what? You connect to me through mitzvahs. He says, but you know what? I'll tell you something even bigger than that. That I'm not a physical being. What am I what, what you know about me is what, my, what is my Ratzon. That's what you know about me. And the person says, I'm going to make a Mitzvah that the more you understand my Ratzon, the more you're connected to me. Well, how do you understand what my Ratzon is? I'm going to give you a way to, to learn how to think and to connect to what my Ratzon is. So, I opened my Chumash and said, that's the Russian's Ratzon. The Russian's Ratzon wasn't just to tell me a story about time. That's true. And I have to be misbeinen. What was the Russians' rotsin? What did he want to accomplish with Yisus Mitzrayim? We're start learning the parshas of Shavuot and the Yisus Mitzrayim. What, what, what was the Russians' purpose? What do you want to accomplish? You know, you can learn the stories of the Midrashim, etc. But what's the point? Why did the Russians create a paro? What was the purpose of power? What role did he play? Yes, you have to think about that. And that's what it means to learn the parshas as mature individuals in the intelligent thought process. But the Russian said that there's more than that. It is, I, I found the purpose for you, and I want you to think about what that is. Because the more that you think, that that's going to be the vehicle which allows you to come connected to me. Learning, learning the understanding of the Russian's Rotson is itself connecting to his Rotson. 
is itself the purpose, because that's the whole goal of the whole world, is to allow us to connect to Him. So I don't need to do the mitzvahs only to get made that connection. As a matter of fact, it's a greater Hebrew in a certain way than doing the mitzvahs. When I sit there and I try to understand what exactly is his rutzen in the Korban. What exactly is his rutzen? You know, you learn Masechus, Dafir is learning with Chulun right now. So, you come a rub, Paskin's, Shilas, and the Trefus, so you learn El Trefus. Otherwise, it's, 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 you know, it's 30 blood of the anatomy of a behemoth. What's the matter to the anatomy of a behemoth? Right? Behemoths, birds, what, what is the problem? It's not a problem. Where, where the neck of is, where, how, many, how many lobes there are in a lung? The right side, the left side, is it really, halachically, how do we look at them? What happens if it's missing one? Like, like I'm not paskining trafus on a ray. You ever saw a ray in your life, probably? Ray is a lung. Right? And I have, because, you know. I've learned how to do the Israel. Like most people don't. But, you know, you can go to Shlatan, maybe one time you just push it, they take you like a tour, like it's like, you know, it's interesting, like it shouldn't get too bloody, right? The Bershom has a rotten which is being, being expressed in the fact that this, I'm not discussing the why, I'm not philosophizing the why. I wonder what the what is. That itself is an expression of the Bershom's rotten. Why he chose that? It's a good question. It's part of the Chayk of a Kurdish Borderful. But the what is also important. What exactly does he want? And I want to know that. Because in that way, I'm, pro- I'm learning a little bit of what the Russian's Ratzon is for the Bria. The Russian Ratzon for the Bria is that there's a neck of, in a certain way, inside of a lung. It's a problem. It makes the animal usher for a Jew to eat it. What exactly is that neck of? I want to know that. So I'm gonna, and I, need to sp- I need to put my mind to understand that. The same way I, 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 the person understands if he wants to be successful in engineering, he needs to understand the, uh, the, the rules, how engineering works. The why is, is the next question. But the what is very important. What are the principles? Because that's what's going to allow him to be successful as an engineer. So he, he becomes an engineer by studying it even before he does it. Because that's what puts his mind into a thought process of what it means engineering. So that's a, that's a little bit of a dogma of what it means that we become when he expresses his rutzen to us in the world of Eilat Even though I'm never going to look at a tra- behavior in my life. Because that's not the point. How does it work? So, you know, it would be very nice you know, we would like open the Gemara and like start learning it, and all of a sudden we feel like more holy and more, more you know, it would be nice. It'd be, you know, it would be much more of a motivation. We would see it, we'd understand it. The Roshim, in his great wisdom, made things a little more subtle than that. You know, it wouldn't be such an Nisoyan if you would see like two guys, one guy goes to the base medrash and he sits and learns for a few hours, and you know, Mela, like, you know, five hours comes away and he goes, eh, and he throws up from the tumor, and the guy runs and eats them, you know. So, yeah, you understand, like, you know, like, it's, you know, it's very easy, like, you know, you learn Torah, you get Kedusha, you don't learn Torah, you don't get Kedusha, and this guy is like, you know, he's holy, he's not holy, and that, it's, it, it's much cause and effect within the, within the hour, of course. Right? That'd be easy, that'd be nice. Russian made it, it's a cumulative effect. Of a day, 
of a week, of a month. Now, once upon a, once upon a time, the whole world worked like that, you know. So, you know, everything took time. But nowadays, the, the cell phone doesn't take time. The smartphone is, makes you very smart very quickly. It tells you all the information you need about everything in the world except for, except for what it means learning. You cannot be miscarbered to the world of learning through, through, through a Google search. You get a lot of information. But it's not about information. It's about connecting yourself to the Bershom's Rots. And, and, and it changes you. But if, you, if you're willing to stop and to look and to see, if you want to be honest, the people who are Kavua learning day after day after day, not everybody, because there's the Yetzirah in the world, but their lives are different than the people which are not. The effect is there. And as life moves on, the more years that effect has, the greater the effect is. Does it mean that he's a perfect tzaddik? No. Does it mean that he never does a virus? No. Does it mean that sometimes he says things he shouldn't say? No. But the overall effect of life, you see the difference. A person who's kavua in base matters day after day after day, even though he's well, he's working, whatever it is, but it, it, it changes the person's perspective on life. It changes the person's understanding of what the world is about. It changes the person's goals and purposes in life. It makes a person different. And that's the challenge of learning, is to believe that result. And they say, I'm willing to dedicate myself, to, even though I don't see the immediate results, because it's not about immediate results. But day after day after day, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to start getting a connection to it. In the world of Schar, when the, the, all of the challenges are taken away, yes, the, the neshama will feel that connection in such an intense way that it will find that pleasurable. So even though I don't enjoy learning now, the, more, the longer I'm committed to doing it, the more it will start to become something which I feel connected to. And when it comes the time of Mashiach, when it comes to Olam Haba, yes, it will be enjoyable. Yes, it'll be a pleasure because it means that the the the, the, the pleasure of life is being the scabber to Kodesh Baruch There's nothing greater than being that. A dogma of it to understand what it is. That's when we are a figment of Kodesh Baruch imagination. We don't exist, and not existing is very nakishmak. and being alive. And feeling real is a, is a very, very energizing geshmaka feeling. A dogma that we have in this world, the Bershom has in a physical sense, a person has a very challenging situation and he overcomes it. He feels like, I feel like so alive is the words. I feel so real. That's the Hanoi Ba'alam Because when you're alive and you're real. And we have those moments whether it's even even in the, not in the in the, in the world tournaments in the world of physical moments person you know pushed himself and he feels like you know I push myself to my endurance and I feel like so with alive that's Alam Habo that's how of learning a Gomorrah that's how of being Mechubah to Kodesh Baruch that's what it's supposed to feel like and the more you, the person puts himself into it without interruption and it's focused, the more he gets that feeling in this world now. And then he says, then, and that's why he is different. 
That's why he is different. That's why you, that you see that this person over a period of time changes and grows and becomes something better and something different. Because if the purpose of life is the Nishabar to the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch which is expressed through the mitzvahs, but it's even more expressed through the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch as we are learning about what that Ratzon is, because that's where it's shy of being, being to Nishabar to HaKadosh Baruch We get, a, as Rashiba said in his words, we get a greater, we get the Rashi's perspective on life. And in our world, it's much more geschmack, the Rosh Hashanah of life, than the other option. And we start recognizing that, and feeling that, and living that position.